Thank you and I welcome you for the wonderful time um, that you are sharing with us this afternoon that we can worship, that we can praise, that we can share the word together. Um, indeed, it is a good day, it is a brilliant day, it is an awesome day that God has enabled us that we can come together and fellowship. Wherever you are watching from, I want to say to you that you are welcome. I am Pastor Tadala Malua. And um, we are going to have a wonderful time sharing the word today. I want you to be free where you are watching from. Um, I would like to kindly ask that you share this with friends, with family, with colleagues, with neighbors, with everyone. Um, just so we can enjoy together. Now, um, allow me to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you and I bless you for this awesome time that we are about to have Jehovah. I pray, Lord, for your sons and your daughters, my God, who are about to listen to the word that you, O oh Father, have for them today. I ask that, Lord, as I minister Jehovah, I rebuke any spirit, I rebuke any force, I rebuke any authority, I rebuke any principality, I rebuke any power that can try, Lord, to snatch the word from them. My God, I pray and I deploy angels, my Father, in every living room, bedroom, car, wherever they are watching, my God, this message from. I pray that, Lord, protect your people in the mighty name of Jesus. Give us the grace to understand, my Father, your oracles, your mysteries. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. All right. So, um, again, let me just take you back. We started out with, I am now ready. We moved on to Jesus Christ forever. And then last Sunday, we were speaking about breaking protocol. And today, we are continuing with a message on the title, The Ways of Your Enemy. Hallelujah. And if you follow the pattern of the messages that the Lord is giving us, you can see that there is a connection, there is a link um, in all the messages. So you cannot remove one or separate them, but they are all interlinked. Hallelujah. So today I want you to enjoy the word as the Lord is saying, the ways of your enemy. In order for you and I to break the protocols properly, we need to understand the ways that the enemy operates. Now, let me give a description of the word enemy. The word enemy means to actively oppose or hostile against someone or something. So when you are speaking about an enemy, there is opposition, there is hostility against someone or something. Hallelujah. Now, let's go to the book of Psalms chapter 55. 
let's open our bibles from the book of psalms chapter 55 i'll be reading the new living translation so psalms chapter 55 verse 3 the bible reads my enemies shout at me making loud and wicked threats they bring trouble on me and angrily hunt me down hallelujah um let's let's look at the same uh, verse but in the new king james version all right um chapter 3 of psalms 55 the bible reads because of the voice of the enemy because of the oppression of the wicked for they bring down trouble upon me and in wrath they hate me hallelujah um, let me ask you that if you have got a writing pad, it would be good that we note down a couple of things. And if you are using your tablet, your cell phone, um, let's write down a couple of things. Now, from that verse, I need us to understand five critical elements. The first one is shouting. Hallelujah. Now, when you are speaking about the ways of your enemy, we need to understand the characteristics of your enemy. We need to understand the way the enemy operates. We need to understand the way the enemy behaves. We need to understand the way the enemy thinks. Now, now bear in mind that when we are saying the enemy, we are not referring only to evil spirits or evil forces. Lack of peace is an enemy. When you are struggling in your marriage, that is an enemy. When you are struggling in your finances, that is an enemy. When you are struggling with your children, that they are being rebellious towards you, that is an enemy. When you are struggling to be welcomed in a society, that is an enemy. When your business is not growing, when you are not getting customers, when you are not getting the orders as you expect, that is an enemy. When in your workplace you are not being promoted, when you are not being recognized, when you are not being given the respect that you deserve, that is an enemy. When you are struggling with sickness or disease in your body, that is an enemy. Hallelujah. So I want you and I to understand that when we are saying the ways of your enemy, we are not only referring to witches, we are not only referring to wizards, but we are referring to anything and everything in and around your life that can bring discomfort, that can bring disability, that can bring lack of peace, that can bring and cause pain. Praise the Lord. So number one, shouting. The enemy has got a tendency of shouting. And when the enemy is shouting, that brings a fear in one's life. Hallelujah, because when, when you hear the voice of a shout, a shout, it, it is a strong emotion. And the result of that is fear. Fear creeps into your heart. Fear creeps into your mind. You find that the confidence to operate, the confidence to do, the confidence to speak is no longer there. Why? Because the enemy is shouting. The second characteristic of an enemy is loud. Hallelujah. Now, here when you're reading in verse number three, the Bible is saying that the enemy makes loud and wicked threats. Now, what happens when there's a loud noise? Number one, these voices and sounds are disruptive. So the enemy always looks to disrupt your motion. 
The enemy always looks to disrupt your confidence. He always looks to disrupt your, you know, your, your, your success. Praise the Lord. And what happens? That takes away the focus. Praise the Lord. When there is loud noises, when there are loud shouts from the enemy, your focus shifts from what you are supposed to be doing, what you are supposed to be achieving, to paying attention to what the enemy is doing. Number three, wicked threats. What happens when the enemy is threatening your life, threatening your loved ones, threatening your business, threatening your health? Now, the end result is pain, injury, or damage. Praise the Lord. When the enemy is busy bringing wicked threats upon one's life, what happens is there is injury, there is pain, and there is damage. The fourth characteristic of the enemy is trouble. Praise the Lord. The enemy's intention is to bring trouble. Now, what does trouble do? It brings destability. It destabilizes you. You are no longer thinking straight. You are no longer operating with a free mind. You are no longer able to reason, but rather you are destabilized. And in the end, problems and difficulties arise because that is a tactic that the enemy uses. The fifth point I want you to understand is uh, the word of God is saying he angrily haunts you. That's the characteristic of an enemy. He is angry towards you and I. And what does that mean? It brings unhappiness, unsettling feeling, negativity, and most dangerous, paranoia. Praise the Lord. We are talking about the ways of the enemy. Now, when you are paranoid, when I am paranoid, it means you are no longer confident. Any little thing that you hear, any little thing that happens, you are always pointing fingers and saying it has to be so and so. It has to be my friend. It has to be my family. It has to be maybe my employer. It has to be my colleague. Why? The enemy has brought a spirit of paranoia upon your life that you no longer trust anyone. Praise the Lord. The pastor becomes an enemy. The prophet becomes an enemy. The apostle becomes an enemy. The evangelist becomes an enemy. The elder becomes an enemy. The leader becomes an enemy. Hallelujah. The friend becomes an enemy. The brother becomes an enemy. The sister becomes an enemy. Your education becomes an enemy. Everything around you is now an enemy. Why? The enemy himself has brought a spirit of paranoia. You are paranoid. Praise the Lord. All right. Um, I want us to look at the book of Psalms chapter 34. We are talking about the ways of your enemy, the ways of my enemy, the ways of our enemies. Psalms chapter 34, verse 19. The book of Psalms chapter 34, verse 19. I'll read the Passion translation. Verse 19. Even when bad things happen to the good and godly ones, the Lord will save them and not let them be defeated by what they face. Let me read that again. Even when bad things happen to the good and godly ones, the Lord himself will save them and not let them be defeated by what they face. Now, this is an assurance from the Lord. That even though the enemy is bringing different things over our life, the Lord is saying he is going to rescue us. 
The Lord is saying he is going to stand for us. The Lord is saying he is going to fight for us. The Lord is saying he is going to raise a strong army and not allow the enemy to distract us. Hallelujah. The Lord is saying, irrespective of what you are facing in the form of enemies, rest assured, know that the Lord is going to see you through. Look at this. We need, number one, to understand the nature of the enemy. Are we together? We need to understand the nature of the enemy. And number two, before nations or sports teams, or competitors, or individuals go to war against one another, they first need to study an opponent. This is an example, an analogy that I'm giving you. That if you take two sports teams that are going to face one another in a competition, what each team is going to do is to study the opponent before the day of the match. Praise the Lord. Before two nations can go to war against one another, what happens is the two on their own separately, they study the other so that they can understand the operation. They can understand the way of doing things. They can understand how they have done things in the past. That way they are in a position to defeat. Praise the Lord. So I want to say to you that this is the reason why we are looking at this important subject of the ways of your enemy. So that we can understand how to stand against the enemy. So that we are well positioned, we are well trained, we are prepared. Because if we cannot do that, then the enemy is going to catch us off guard. The enemy is going to catch us unprepared. The enemy is going to end up destroying and distracting us. Why? We are not prepared. It is like going to write an examination without studying, without preparing. That would be asking for trouble. Hallelujah. Recently, um, we have got students that have just um, received the results from their final year um, um, in high school or secondary school. And if you ask each of those, they'll tell you that they studied, they prepared. Why? Because the exam was the enemy. So you cannot go face an enemy if you are not prepared. You have to be prepared. Now, my question to you this afternoon is, do you know your enemy? Are you able to list your enemies? Remember, we are not talking about individuals. We are not talking about people. Because the Bible says we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Our war is not against the people. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, my question once more is, do you know your enemy? Do I know my enemy? Am I able to take a piece of paper and clearly list what my enemies are? Hallelujah. Because if I am able to do that, then I can prepare. If I can list my enemies clearly and identify them, then I'll prepare thoroughly against each one of them with the word of God. John chapter 10 verse 10. John chapter 10 verse 10. I'll read the Passion Translation. This is to show you the reason why you need to know who your enemy is. Verse 10. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, to slaughter, and destroy. <laughs> Listen, take it again from the beginning of verse 10. 
the Bible is saying the thief only has one thing in mind. Praise the Lord. When the enemy is looking at you, he has got a purpose, he has got a reason, an agenda, a vendetta against you and I. And the word of God is saying he is there to steal your peace. He is there to steal your joy. He is there to steal your, 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 your health. He is there to steal your success. He is there to steal your breakthrough. He is there to halt your progress. Praise the Lord. But as the word of God continues, Jesus Christ says, But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect in life, to the fullness, to its fullness. Hallelujah. So I want you to be encouraged that do not worry, do not be afraid that you have different enemies. As long as you understand that Jesus Christ is for you, is on your side, then there is no need to be shaken. Praise the Lord. Because the mission of the Lord Jesus is to see to it that you are safe, that you are provided for, that you have everything that you need in life. Praise the Lord. We need to open our, um, our spirit. We need to open our eyes. And we need knowledge. Let me repeat that. We need to open our spirit. We need to open our eyes. And we need the spirit of knowledge. The reason being, when we have these aligned, when we have these in place, then every type of enemy that you can face in your life, you are able to conquer them. Hallelujah. If you go in the word of God and you look at all the people that the Bible mentions who conquered different challenges, different enemies, what you will find is that these individuals knew who their enemies were. They understood what the enemy was. Praise the Lord. If you remember the gentleman that came to Christ and was asking that the child must be um, healed, his words were, please help my unbelief. That is the enemy. The man understood who the enemy was in his life. What is your enemy? Do you know who your enemy is? Hallelujah. So I want us to be in a place, in a position where we can rightfully point at the enemies of our life. If we want to talk about sickness or disease, that is an enemy. Therefore, declare healing. Why? Because you have knowledge of what enemy you are fighting. If you are identifying poverty or lack as an enemy, you now have the knowledge. You know who the enemy is. You can begin to declare riches. You can begin to declare that you are no longer in lack. Why? You know who the enemy is. If you know the enemy as lack of peace in the family, then it is good because you can begin to announce Christ the Prince of Peace in that family because you are aware of the enemy that you are facing. If the enemy is employment, that perhaps maybe you cannot last a month, you cannot last a couple of um, months, you cannot last a year in a workplace, then that is the enemy that you are aware of. It is time for you to begin to speak that, Lord, I will no longer suffer misfortune in my place of work. 
Maybe your enemy is the fact that your bosses or employers don't like you. They always have agendas against you. That is an enemy that you are aware of. It is time for you to rise and begin to speak that, Lord, when I enter my office, when I get to my workplace, there is favor in the name of Jesus. Why? You understand what enemy you are facing. You are running a business you and you know that the enemy is that whenever customers come or partners, they don't last long. Something rises that causes them to flee from you. Then that is the enemy. You need to rise and begin to speak grace, speak favor, speak that I am more than a conqueror. My business is not going to fall. My business is not going to break. Then you are beginning to change things with respect to the enemies that you are facing. Hallelujah. I want us to understand that we need to have a full report of the enemy. Praise the Lord. The part that is tricky and very important for us to understand is that we are the ones to play a pivotal role in identifying who the enemies are. Hallelujah. Let me repeat that. We have an important role to play in identifying the various enemies that we are facing in our life. You see, I have prayed with a lot of kids, a lot of young people, and the prayer is to ask for grace. The prayer is to ask that they should have favor. And the reason for that prayer is that without the knowledge that kids are easily attacked by evil spirits, you can each day hit the child or shout at the child or curse or call names on the child and yet the child is innocent. Now, this is a very important statement I am making to parents. Understand that children are easily attacked by evil forces, more especially when they know that you as the parent are firm in the Lord. When the evil ones know and understand that you are a believer, you follow Christ, you pray, you meditate on the word of God, they will look for a weak point in your family. And the weakest point that they can find are your children because they are not yet strong enough to begin to stand on their own. So what am I saying? It's important to identify that enemy in your life with your children and begin to stand now and pray that they are covered in the mighty name of Jesus. Because if we cannot do that, then believe me, we will continue to speak negative about our children. We are going to continue to punish them when it is not their fault, when the enemy is at work. Hallelujah. So I want you to join me in this. This is a very important petition for mothers and fathers. Okay, let me pray. Give me a moment. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I want to lift every child in your hands. I pray that God may you cover them with the grace and the favor in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray when they go to school, when they are playing with their friends, whatever they will be doing, I pray for a covering upon their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I declare that no enemy, no devil, no evil spirit will attack them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you because the angels are surrounding them to protect them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, listen to this. Matthew chapter 13. Hallelujah. Matthew Chapter 13, we are talking about the ways of your enemy. 
the ways of your enemy. Matthew chapter 13, I'll read verses 24 to 30. Matthew 13, verse 24 to 30. I'll read the Passion Translation, verse 24. Then Jesus taught them another parable. Heaven's kingdom realm can be compared to a farmer who planted good seed in his field. Verse 25. But at night, pay attention, verse 25 is very important. But at night, when everyone was asleep, an enemy, an enemy, an enemy. The word of God is saying a farmer decided to plant good crop. And the farmer went ahead and planted, and he felt that he had planted the best crop. Praise the Lord. Now you can imagine you as a farmer in your life, you as a farmer in your family, you are doing your best. Praise the Lord. You are a hard worker. You are doing your best as a mother. You are doing your best as a wife, as a husband, as a father. You are doing your best as an employee, as a business person. You are doing your best in exercising and doing all sorts of good things. But the word of God is saying, at night, at night, at night, at a time when you least expect, at a time when you're vulnerable, at night when you've let your guard down, the Bible is saying the enemy came, the enemy came, the enemy came. Now, I want you to understand that the enemy does not play fair. The enemy does not play good. The enemy does not, you know, rub you and say it is all right. No, the enemy seeks to take people's lives. The enemy seeks to take away peace. The enemy seeks to take away joy. The enemy seeks to take away, you know, good health. The enemy seeks to break marriages. The enemy seeks to make people to be unemployed. The enemy seeks to make people to be homeless. The enemy causes people to be against the church, the servants of God. The enemy causes people to be left alone, to be casted out of societies. Why? That is the nature of the enemy. And the word of God is saying, but at night, verse number 25. Matthew chapter 13. But at night when everyone was asleep, an enemy came and planted poisonous seeds among the wheat and ran away. Oh, glory to Jesus. The word of God is saying, while the good farmer was busy sleeping, busy resting, while you are busy resting, while you are busy sleeping, the enemy is not sleeping. Praise the Lord. The enemy is choosing not to come in the daytime. The enemy is choosing not to come in the morning. The enemy is choosing not to come when the sun is out. No, but the enemy rather is choosing to come in the night when most people are asleep. When you have let your guard down, when you have put away your shield, when you have put away your sword, when you have put away your armor, when you have put away your protection, when you are no longer in the mode of prayer, when you are no longer in the mode of seeking the scriptures when you're no longer in the mood of meditating the enemy is out to attack to trick you hallelujah but but listen to this mm, mm, mm. after he attacks you the bible says he runs away that's the nature of the enemy he cannot face a child of god face to face he cannot face you because he knows you are carrying the holy ghost you are walking with the lord jesus he cannot face you face to face my god you may Remember you are favored. Remember your face has got a representation, the mark of heaven. So when the enemy comes in front of you, he has no choice but to flee. Ha. He can only operate at night, the word of God says, and run away. 
So, so when we have the understanding of the nature of the enemy, when we have the full knowledge of the operation of the enemy, oh, the word says we are in a good position to attack. Look at verse number 26. When the wheat sprouted and bore grain, the weeds also appeared. Hallelujah. Verse 27. So the farmer's hired hands came to him and said, Sir, wasn't that good seed that you sowed in the field? People are asking, listen, madam, were you not doing the best in your marriage? Listen, sir, were you not the best father to your children? Listen, madam, were you not the best businesswoman? Listen, were you not the best in your class? But what has happened? What has happened. Everyone is asking what has happened. The ways of an enemy. The ways of your enemy. The enemy does not play fair. I want you to understand that the enemy does not play fair. The enemy has time to smile with us. The enemy has no time to show his teeth. No. If he shows his teeth, they know that he is only faking it. But his intentions, according to the book of John chapter 10 verse 10, are terrible. His intentions are destruction. So when we know his ways, when we know his intention. When we know his agenda, when we understand what the enemy is coming for, we are well positioned to guard our faith, to guard our peace, to guard our joy, to guard our health, to guard our business, to guard our ministry, to guard our nations, to guard everything about us. Why? We know what the enemy is coming to do. Look at verse 28. He answered, now this is Jesus. He answered, no, no, this is now the farmer. He answered, this has to be the work of who? An enemy. I want you to look at your Bible, Matthew chapter 30, uh, 13, Matthew 13, verse number 28. If we can, rest, let us read together, verse 28. He answered, this has to be the work of an enemy. Hallelujah. So when you are busy in pain, understand that sickness is your enemy. When you are busy in tears that I have no peace in my family, that is the way of the enemy. You have to understand. When you are busy saying I am struggling to get a job, understand that is your enemy. You need to rise and do something. When you are saying everyone is fighting me and yet I am not fighting anyone, understand there is an enemy. You need to rise and do something. It is an error to spend the whole month working hard, going to work, doing your business, and yet you cannot enjoy your money. That is an error. Hallelujah. Understand, it is an error to do the best with your child. And yet your child is still struggling in life. That is an error. <laughs> Let me speak to the married women. Hallelujah. If, if I have some married women, I want you to shout where you are. If you can, just post and say, I hear you, Pastor. Now, to the married Marriage, and yet your husband not love you. Oh, 
Let me repeat, married women, am I talk, I'm talking to you. It is an error for you to do your best to your husband, to do the best to your family, to do the best in your marriage, and yet your husband does not appreciate you. That is an error. It is an enemy. You need not to fight your husband. No, 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 no. But as the word of God says, Matthew chapter 6, that when you are praying, you enter in your closet. You identify your place of prayer in your house. You enter in that room, you close the door, and you say, Father, it is you and I now. You begin to pray. You say, You pray. You say, I am refusing my husband not to love me. I am refusing my husband not to respect me. Listen, you are not fighting your husband. No, no, no. But you are identifying the enemy in your marriage and you are dealing with it in private. The Bible says when you pray in secret, the Father rewards you openly. What does that mean? Your husband changes. He begins to hold your hand and say, honey, let us go out. He holds your hand and he says, he says, sweetheart, there is no one like you. He says, sweetheart, you are the most beautiful woman. He says, Listen, I just could not help it by to get you this. Why? Because you have dealt with the enemy. Praise the Lord. And the husbands, listen, let me talk to you. If you are struggling with your wives, hallelujah, the fight, the battle is not against the woman. No, 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 no. This is why the Lord Jesus had to say to Peter that Satan, get thee behind me. Hallelujah. He understood that the enemy was not Peter. Rather, the enemy was the spirit that was behind him. The enemy was hiding <laughs> in the form of Peter. And yet, the enemy was the evil one operating inside of him. Hallelujah. So, husbands, listen. Do not fight your wives. The battle is not against your wife. The battle is against the enemy of your peace, the enemy of your love, the enemy of your understanding, the enemy of your home. Begin to deal with that enemy and your marriage will be sweet. You are going to enjoy your home. You are going to enjoy your wife. Things are going to be great. Praise the Lord. She will do all the things that you wanted, you know, the things that you love in your marriage. She's going to respect you and honor you as a husband. Why? You as the man have dealt with the enemy. The ways of your enemy. The ways of your enemy. Let, let me finish chapter 13. Alright? They replied, do, do you want us to go and gather all the weeds? That's the end of verse 28. Verse 29. He replied, no. He said, if you pull out the weeds, you might uproot the wheat at the same time. Now, oh my, this is beautiful. Listen to this. The revelation is that if you do not know your enemy, if you do not understand the ways of your enemy, in the process of trying to deal with your enemy, you can end up taking out what is needed in your life. Hallelujah. If we do not have the understanding of who our enemies are in life, then in the process of dealing with the so-called enemies whom we don't understand fully, we are going to destroy also blessings in the process. And that is an error. That's why here the advice is to say, listen, don't pull them out same time because in so doing you end up also destroying the good. 
So he says, let them grow together. And he says, I will tell the harvesters, to, uh, the harvesters to make sure they gather the weeds first and tie them all in bundles to be burned. Then they will harvest the wheat and put into the barns. The secret is stay alert. Stay alert. Stay alert. Be spiritually sensitive to know that there is an enemy in operation in my life right now. There is an enemy in operation in my mind. There is an enemy in operation in my body. There is an enemy in operation in my spirit. There is an enemy in operation in this house, in this home, in that office, in that business. So something needs to happen. The ways of your enemy. Let's finish with the book of Luke chapter 12. Okay? Let's finish with the book of Luke, chapter 12. Let's open our Bibles from Luke, chapter 12, verse 35 to 40. I'll read the Passion Translation. Luke 12, 35 to 40. Let me read. Be prepared for action at a moment's notice. Do you understand? Be prepared for action at a moment's notice. The issue with believers is that we always want too much time to prepare. <laughs> Did you get that? The challenge with believers, the challenge with the church, the challenge with the children of God, is that we always want too much time to prepare. And yet the word of God is saying, you must be prepared for action at a moment's notice. When the notice comes now, be prepared for action. Why? Because you know the ways of your enemy. The enemy cannot catch you while you are sleeping. Why? Even if you're woken up from your sleep, you know exactly what to do. Hallelujah. Let me read on. Be like the servants who anticipated their master's return from a wedding celebration. They are ready to unlock the open uh, and open the door for him at a moment's notice. Verse number 37. What great joy is ahead for the awakened ones who are waiting for the master's return. He himself will become, their will become their servant and wait on them at his table as he passes by. Verse 38. He may appear at midnight or even later, but what great joy for the awakened ones whenever he comes. Verse 30. Of course, if they knew ahead of time the hour of the master's appearing, they would be alert, just as they would be ready if they knew ahead of time that a thief was coming to break into their house. The enemy is the thief. Praise the Lord. Now, do not be as a person who is unaware that a thief can come at any time. Rather, be that individual who knows that a thief will come unannounced. And as a result, always be ready. So keep being alert and ready at all times. For I can promise you that the Son of Man will surprise you and will appear when you don't expect him. Praise the Lord. Now, we have been speaking about the ways of your enemy. The ways of my enemy. The ways of our enemies. And in closing, I want to repeat what I said, that when, when I say the ways of your enemy, I am not referring to people, that we should start pointing fingers at people as our enemies, no. Rather, I am identifying or I am referring to situations, I am referring to circumstances, I am referring to various things, 
place as enemies that we have to rise and deal with them. And if you feel that perhaps an individual um, has issues, it is not them. There is an enemy behind them. So let's get on our knees and pray against those enemies so that people must be authentic, must be genuine toward one another. All right? Okay, so um, once more, uh, thank you for taking the time to listen, um, to watch. I have been um, honored and I am inspired that um, you could take your time to sit and listen to what the Lord had to share through me. Um, I am a servant and my work is not existing. It cannot exist without you. For me to be a pastor, for me to be able to do this work, it takes for you to be available. So once more, thank you so much for um, sparing your time. Um, let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you and I bless you, Lord, for this wonderful word that you gave unto me to speak to your people. We have been speaking about the ways of our enemies, my God. And I believe that, my Father, you have made it clear, Lord God, the steps, the process, and how we ought, my God, to stand against our enemies. Father, I pray for everyone that is listening, that is watching, my Father, that God equip them with a sensitivity, equip them with a spirit of knowledge that they will identify all enemies in their life and be able to stand. Father, receive the praise, receive the honor, receive the glory. You are worthy and you are holy, O oh Father. Thank you for this. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So with that, we have come to the end, and um, indeed, enjoy the rest of the afternoon. Enjoy um, the week that is starting tomorrow, and may you be fruitful. May you do great. May you experience favor. May you experience grace. And I speak and declare that wherever you are going to go, things are going to happen which are good for you. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, and God bless you.